Penguins are trying to trade Phil Kessel, or will do so this offseason. And a lot of fans are blaming the media. You know, I'm not the general manager. I can't trade Phil Kessel. If I could run people out of town, how the freak did Heinz Ward last 14 years with the Steelers? And if I were the Penguins GM, I would keep Phil Kessel. And the Penguins might yet keep Phil Kessel. The key word is try. Try to trade. But no, all you twits, twerps, and jagaloons are citing a media conspiracy to get Phil Kessel out of Pittsburgh, and some say it's because he won't talk to the media. A, he was on my show last year. His only one-on-one since coming to Pittsburgh. B, do you really think that is that big a deal to the media? It's not. If Phil don't talk, just talk to somebody else. It happens all year. You know where this comes from, the whole concept? Jerk-off Trump. The jerk-off president. The first buffoon to take the Oval Office. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. And it's carried over to sports. Trump is just discrediting the media so he can get away with more. That's the first thing Hitler did. Eliminated the media. And now this babbling buffoon is doing the same thing in the U.S., albeit with more sophistication and less brown shirts. And that's okay. I don't care. Or rather, I didn't. Took a trickle down to my corner of the world. News is news. The truth is the truth. And yelling out fake news is just a way of dismissing a truth you don't like. So hey, jerk off Trump. And anyone else who yells out fake news, guess what? You just made the list. You know I got you. Now you know. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Cut on a name you can trust. 412-367-0815 is the number to call to solve all your plumbing, heating, and cooling problems. Fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. Every time there's a truth somebody doesn't like, fake news. You know, as I said before, I've tried to stay in the middle politically and and will, more often than not, on this show. But this buffoon has just pushed me off the edge. And I tried. I did try. But he is just a babbling idiot. I mean, and now it's trickled down to sports. He's hammering nails in football's coffin. What, you people telling me that you like Trump more than football? Did you like whoever the president is more than football? I don't think so. All he does constantly is rally the intolerant. And if he rallies you, you're intolerant. Let's go to Max in Westview. Max, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Big fan here. Thank you. Has anyone ever said he looked like uh, Harvey Weinstein? I don't look like him at all. Anything else? He doesn't have a goatee for one thing. Yeah, another guy who thought he was funny. I look like Bob Seger a lot. And that's it. That's the list. Let's go to Larry and Green Tree. Larry, you're on with Double M. And hey, Mr. Madden, how are you? Hi, Larry. Um, you know, I I don't want to trade Kessel, not right now. I mean, a couple different things. I mean, I this first of all, Sullivan, it's, it's his job. He needs to get along with Phil Kessel. And, what no, 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 you're wrong about that. Phil Kessel needs to get along with him. 
true. Mike, Mike Sullivan's scenario? the boss. And let me tell you something. Mike Sullivan's more important to the team than Phil Kessel. Scenario. I don't know what out what's out there in free agency, but I don't know what scenario is going to make the team better if they do trade him. I don't either, and that's why I have said that I wouldn't do it, and if I was determined to shop him around, I'd take a long and hard look at whether it would really help the team. I agree. Because 95% of the time, maybe more, the team that gets the best player in the deal wins the deal. Although that's right. been obfuscated by... You know, if you give up the best player in the deal, but open up cap space and can go on and get a player better than the player you traded, that's kind of sort of part of the deal too, isn't it? True. I, I don't know what what big time wingers are out there this year. It's, it's pretty slim pickings, I think, isn't it? No, there's always wingers in free agency. Um, yeah, this I, year. I, I, I've not even bothered to consider it yet. But there's all wingers are honestly a dime a dozen. I mean, feels right, better than that, but. In general, wingers are a dime a dozen. Now, here's a tweet from JR who just doesn't get it. Kessel should have won the Smythe in 16 and 17. Now people want to blame him. Short memories and pointed fingers. JR, F you. Uh, Kessel should not have won the Smythe in 16 or 17. He was close, but no cigar. And when you say that, you're saying Sidney Crosby was not a deserving winner, which he definitely was. Uh, to continue with your stupid-ass tweet, nobody's pointing fingers at Phil Kessel. No one has a short memory. Everyone remembers what he did. Nobody's blaming him. But in hockey, you're always moving forward. It's not about lifetime achievement or what you used to do. It's about what you still can do. And it's about how you affect the makeup of the team. And yeah, your relationship with the coach. And, you know, if, if they, Jim Rutherford, look at all the deals he's made to get this team to Stanley Cups. He's a gambling guy. He believes in a lot of turnover. If he trades Kessel, we should trust it's the right move. I mean, what, you think you know more than me? Let alone Jim Rutherford? God, you were so sadly mistaken. Let's talk to my good friend Bob, the Egyptian magician. Hello, my friend. Champions League final tomorrow. Ah! What time, Mark? 2 p.m. There you go. All right, I want to talk about... Your guy, your fight. countryman, Salah. He's going to put us over the top, buddy. Uh, let's go for it. I hope so. Two two players that I want to talk to you about, Ovechkin and Castle. Very fast. Ovechkin finally, finally figured it out that it's not about him. Oh, Bob, let me, let me backtrack on you there. If you look at Ovechkin's playoff numbers, he was never selfish. He never thought that it was about him. He has always produced at a level roughly equivalent to his regular season production in the playoffs. The Capitals, his teammates, the coaches, they've let Ovi down. Ovi has always deserved this, and part of me is glad he finally got it. Well, if you look at his assist, and his, uh, I know he always has scored and everything, but this year, more than any year, I have seen him help others, just like Crosby always does. Make others better on the role No, Bob, Bob you're seeing things. He's a shooter, period. He's always okay. been a shooter. He's always going to be a shooter, and he was a shooter this year. That's not to say he doesn't make good passes, but he's always going to be primarily a shooter. That's his value. I remember in one of the games, and I forget which one, one of the games they lost to Tampa Bay in the middle of that series, he had a few shots late in the game from the top of the left circle, you know, his spot, 
and he tried to make a pass. And I wasn't thinking to myself, boy, Ovi's being unselfish. I was thinking, why is he not shooting from there? Well, I, the way I saw it, the way he played, you know, all those, uh, you know, the last goal that they scored against us, it was him. Just put it on Kuznetsov. Anyway, as far as the castle, I'll tell you, I am still puzzled with the fact that he was one of the mainstay uh, in the, the the last two cups, and all of a sudden it, he wasn't himself. He, it seems well, like it's because he, he played really- hurt. He played hurt down the stretch of the regular season, and he never healed up enough to be as good as he should have been in the playoffs. Now, Sullivan says that it's not true. Rutherford certainly alluded to it. Filled in talks, so we don't know for sure. But that's what I saw. Something was wrong with Phil that went beyond playing bad. But regardless well, of why, it- regardless of why, Bobby had one goal in twelve playoff games. And that's unacceptable. My question is this then. If he was, because it wasn't just the fact that he wasn't producing, it, it was his turnovers. It was his, the fact that he was hurting the team by being there. Bob, so, I don't know how much he hurt the team, but, but to be honest, Phil always makes X amount of turnovers. Every player does, but you don't notice them unless he's scoring one goal in 12 playoff games. Well, I thought there was definitely was something was wrong. I think so he, too. Yeah. That, and I, I, that, until now, I don't have my answers. I don't know what was wrong. See, I, I wouldn't trade him, but I could understand if they want to. Well, I, I, the, until I find out exactly what was wrong, if the bruises and bumps and all that, and he played because of the Iron Man thing, and it... Oh, I have no was, doubt that's true. I have no doubt that's true in the regular season. In fact, that is common discussion around uh, the Penguins. Around the organization, that much in the playoffs? I don't know. If it, it, I mean, I've recorded all the games. I've seen all the games That's maybe weird. two, three times. I just don't. I'm, I'm still scratching my head about it. Would you trade him? Again, I have to know why. Oh, oh, but let, let's let's say that he did play for the sake of the streak, and everything bad resulted from that. Would you trade him? He gave me two good years and one bad year. So no, let, one bad playoff. He had a ninety-two I, point I, I season. I don't want to trade him. No. Okay, fair enough. What about if you could right. get Mohamed Salah for him? <laughs> well, we'll see tomorrow. Good we luck. will. Thanks for the call, Bob. We got Sean and Dave on hold. Please do stay on hold. It's the Mark Madden Show, one hundred five nine. We've conquered all of Europe. We're never gonna stop. From Paris down to Turkey, we've won the effing lot. Ale, ale, ale. Ale, ale, ale. Can't wait for that game tomorrow. If Liverpool win, and Liverpool are underdogs against Madrid, make no mistake, but the Cup in 16, the Cup in 17, the Champions League in 18, that might be my hottest run ever as a sports fan. So come on, you Reds. Uh, since everybody got to leave early today from work, I'm going to do the metaphoric uh, equivalent of leaving early, which is I'm just going to take calls the rest of the show. So dial now, 412-333-WXDX. Let's go to Sean in the sauna. Sean, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark, what's up? What up? Um, about the players and the um, protest rule the NFL just made, I, I think that rule 
shows a complete disregard for the players and their union. But I think the NFL is unwittedly giving them a way to protest now. How you figure? They're not allowed. Well, they're not allowed to do it during the anthem. Well, how about taking a knee as soon as the anthem's over? Or how about when they score a touchdown? Yeah, it's not. It's not the same. It's not the same. Well, everyone's watching when they score a touchdown. Just kneel down. Everyone kneel down when they score. Yeah, but doing it during the anthem is symbolic uh, when it comes to spotlighting social injustice in this country. You get it? Oh, yeah, I do. But, like, everybody at this point knows why they would be kneeling. So that means you stop? No. No, I mean, everyone knows what that gesture means This is the league's problem and the league's fault. The league refuses to make a hard and fast decision about it. They're being wishy-washy. They're not having any brains, balls, or backbone. So it's their fault. Whatever happens bad is on them. Uh, as Stagerwell talked about, and I have too, in 1996, a player for the Denver Nuggets, Mahmoud abdul Rauf, sat during the anthem in protest. So they put in a rule. You have to stand during the anthem. He didn't. He got suspended for a game and it cost him money. After that, it was never an issue again because the NBA handled it immediately and decisively. It's too late for the NFL to handle it immediately, and they refuse to be decisive. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Jim and Penn Run. Jim. Super genius. How are you? What up? Hey, I was going to weigh in on Phil Castle here. If... Uh... The Penguins organization agrees that he was hurt at some point during the end of the regular season and going into the playoffs, but he wanted to preserve his Ironman streak, and I think that's part of the reason why they may want to trade him. Yeah, it's definitely part of the reason. They feel he's selfish. Uh, And and they feel he's selfish, too. And I've probably not talked about this enough today. I brought it up briefly at the show's beginning. And yesterday, I think, too. But Phil wants to play with Malkin. He doesn't want to play with, with Riley Shan or whoever the third-line center is. He doesn't want to be put with inferior talent by way of creating contrived balance. He wants to play with Malkin. Now, uh, that's up to the coach, as is whether or not to scratch Phil, but I kind of see Phil's point with wanting to play with Malkin. He played with Riley Shan. Riley Shan, who didn't score a goal for the first 79 games of the prior season. He was on a line playing 5-on-5 five five with Riley Shane far more than he should have been. I kind of see his point there, don't you? I tend to see that, absolutely. But I also see the fact that, you know, his selfishness hurts the team. Well, him wanting to play with Malkin is both selfish and for the better of the team, if that makes well, sense. yeah, I, I agree with you there. Yeah. Now, 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 playing hurt to preserve the streak? See, my thing is, isn't that Phil played hurt in the playoffs. you got to play hurt in the playoffs. Phil should have taken a few games off at the end of the regular season to try to get closer to 100%, to try to heal up a little bit. Now, maybe he had the kind of, maybe Phil had the kind of injury that wouldn't heal up through rest, but we don't know because they won't tell us. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Ron in Beaver Township. Ron. Hey, double women. You know, the other day you were talking about the, uh, you said social injustice. Go watch the video of the, Milwaukee Bucks player, but yes, I don't think you got the whole context. That, that guy parked sideways in a handicap spot and would not take his hand out of his pocket. You know, when a cop, if a cop's yelling at me, hey, show, show me your gun in your pocket, I would show him. And, you know, yeah, that's you know. that's ridiculous. You you do know he did park in a handicap space. 
Do you know the parking lot was entirely empty? You know, I agree with you, but it's still the rules. You just got to listen. Oh, to the that's nonsense. That, bro, that's not, you're stupid. What, you should tase somebody because they parked illegally? That's stupid. Give them a parking ticket. That's all. I think it was more because you wouldn't take his hand out of the pocket. Uh, you know what? You're saying what every white cop uses as an excuse to brutalize a black guy. Okay, bro. Oh, don't okay bro me. Don't bro me unless you know me. That's what you did. You just, all the excuses you hear that allow white cops to take advantage of black people. That's what that guy just said. Let's go to Dave in Avalon. Dave, you're on with Double M. Good day. Right. Super G. Right. We got to change your name to MSG because you're a mega super genius. And I think what the NFL was doing with the national anthem is crazy because did these players do this in high school or college? No, because they're not empowered in high school and college. Now they're empowered. Now they people know who they are. I'd I'd be curious to see what would happen if a college athlete did it. Yeah, so what gives them the power to do that? The The Constitution. You ever hear of it? Yeah, I heard of it. Okay, well, I mean, you know, you set a dangerous precedent when you start ignoring the Constitution. Although you can always amend it. I suppose you could amend it to keep black men from having a say in anything. That's true. Also, yeah, I bet you think Kessel, that. About Kessel. Like, I just heard you say, every player in the playoff plays hurt. Do right. you think he was hurt enough to damage the team that he didn't... Like, now, you see, you've you got to listen and, and learn to speak better, frankly. I said that my problem was that he was hurt at the end of the regular season and didn't take games off to try to heal up. Now, whether he could have healed up, I don't know, because you don't know what his injury was because they wouldn't tell us. This policy of secrecy regarding injuries, I don't blame Phil for not talking, but the club should let us know what's going on. And you know what's going to be a glorious day with hockey? When there's legalized gambling nationwide, they'll have to tell the truth about injuries. They will have to. They don't, and, I, and they don't think they're going to have to? If Jim Rutherford's listening, he doesn't think they're going to have to? Uh, Jim, you're going to have to. Period. How can they prove if someone's hurt or not? Or uh, the extent of their injuries? What do you mean, like x-rays, doctors, stuff like that? Yeah, like through the whole league? Everybody's got to examine every player? No, you just tell the truth. What's wrong with telling oh. the truth? Well, nobody tells the truth, Mark. Yep, and that's part of the problem. That's, that's part exactly of the problem. The See you later. Goof. Let's go to Darren in Indiana. Darren, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. What up, man? What up? Two reasons why Phil Kessel's being shocked or will be traded. And I think we just need to be on it. Number one, we didn't win the cup. And number two... Okay, that's Sully nothing to do with it. Go ahead. What else? Right, but number two, Sully doesn't like him. He's tired of putting up with the boo-boo face, as you call it. He doesn't have the boo-boo face. Phil doesn't have the boo-boo face. He just wants to play with Malkin. He's not a good practice player. And he played hurt when he shouldn't have. Those are the problems right there. All right. How about the anthem? Can I address the anthem very quickly? Oh, I can't wait. Well, I, I have to side with you. You hit them in the pocketbook, and the problem does go away. Because what do you mean hit them in the pocketbook? That's not siding with me. What would you do? You find them. You find them. Here. No, that won't make it go away. It wouldn't have made it go away with Kaepernick. Uh, I just want a decision to be made one way or the other. Either say, you all stay in the locker room, all of you, or you all stand at attention, all of you. But this thing where the teams have their own policies and the team gets fined not to player. It's it's madness. 
It's it's a loophole. It's not a solution. It's a loophole. Okay, so call, because I'll talk. Because everybody else in this building, with the exception of me, my producer, Scottro on the X, Sean McDowell. Is Crowley upstairs? I think he is. There's like, there are usually like, you know, how many dozens of people working for iHeartMedia at this time? They all went home early. Holiday weekend. Can't work when there's a holiday weekend you can get out of work for. But here I am. I, you know what? During the commercial break, I'll be taking a knee in protest. 1059 X. Double M on the X. Getting ready to get out of here and enjoy a long holiday weekend, and I'll be having a beer. Everybody in Pittsburgh, join me. Have a beer. We're all having a beer. 412-333-9939. By the way, the new season of Brockmire is just tremendous. Just absolutely tremendous. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh Let's go to, I can't find my calls. Oh, here they are. Let's go to Donnie in downtown. Donnie, you're on 105.90X. Hey, Mark, I got a solution for the uh, for the anthem. I want to see what you think about it. I'm going to hang up and let you uh, let you respond. But I think both teams... Oh, no, don't, hang up let, don't hang up and let me respond. Just just, just talk. What do you want? Uh, no problem, Double M. I think both teams need to take the field, and, and they need to show some respect to the super genius. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. I had a hunch whatever you said would be useless, and you didn't at all disappoint me. Oh, come on, Double M. Let's go to Ryan in Pleasant Hills. Ryan, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. What up? Hey, uh, so to me, when I was doing some research on the National Anthem, it said that it started back in the 40s to honor the troops of World War II. So I feel like whether they stated why they're doing it or not, don't they? Don't you think they should know the history behind it and understand they yeah, are? Yeah, that's not the, the that's not the point of it anymore, though. Right, but the point they so only they, started playing it when they started getting money from the military to do patriotic demonstrations. Right, but I still think they should understand the history behind it. And no, I don't think could, that matters at all. Not even a little bit. Why does that matter? Because it could be offending people, and if you start offending people, you're being counterproductive to your point. I think if you're offending people while getting your point out there. Having offended people may make your point all the more clear and certainly make people t- sit up and take notice because you can't deny that people have sat up and taken notice of Colin Kaepernick and what he's representing. Yeah, I guess you're right. Of course I'm right. Let's go to Bill in the car. Bill, you're on with Double M. Hey, Double M. What up? First time, long time, only time. Listen, you're what, totally right. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, in America, if you're a young black man pulled over, you got to be terrified. These athletes are right. There's a totally injustice. I'm, told, I'm white. Been at this for 50 years of my life. You know what I mean? Look what happened when uh, Ray Seals' uh, Johnny Gamage, his cousin, whatever it was, got pulled over and taken down and choked to death in right. Brentwood. Are you kidding me? I mean, the policemen are supposed to be serving and tolerant. And a lot of them are serving and, and are no, they are. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm not going to paint everybody with the many, same brush. How many times do you hear, and I'm talking about most of your callers, how many times do you hear, well, you know what, if he had just done this, really? If he had just done this, if a white guy had done that, it would have been different. You know that would have been. Well, um, 
I would not kneel like Kaepernick did. I respect as, him for doing Kaepernick that. Did, it served I mean, his Kaepernick cause. Had a platform. Yeah, Kaepernick right. Has a platform, right? And he's you put know, a lot of effort that. and money, and really, it's cost him his career. He's invested a lot into it. I, I right. can't, he, I can't he, criticize. He, he made the sacrifice, and I respect that. I mean, I totally. It's obvious that they're totally being treated incorrectly. What you're afraid of him because he's black? You pulled him over for a traffic signal or something? You're afraid of him because he's. I thought he had a gun. Why? Because he's black? Seriously? I thought we were way beyond that by now. We're, 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 we're not. not. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Joe in the car. Joe, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. No, this is an honest question. I'm not trying to troll you or anything like that. But if you go to a restaurant and your, dinner, your waiter takes your drink order, but when he comes back, he starts preaching politics, would you say oh, you have a valid point? I should listen to you? Or would you say this is not the time? Or yeah, the that's not even remotely relevant. Uh it's it's a football game on TV in front of seventy thousand people live. That's it's a, a matter of audience. What are you talking about? They they're doing it because they have an audience and they want to communicate a message. That's the right. Waiter has of course. A, right. It's not the time or the the waiter has a message and he wants to deliver it to his audience. That's just audience not. That's just smaller. not a comparison. It's not. It's nonsensical. The way the waiter the waiter is not in a position of empowerment. He'd be fired right then and there. He's reaching right. an audience of one or two people. Right. It's just, it's just exactly. a different so the circumstance. Football, the football player's message is better because they're, they're, they're an athlete? Yes. Ex- why, no, no. It's, no, no. Their message. Kaepernick? Would you shut up for a second? Seriously, it's, shut the frig up. You're not making any sense. You're of course, no. No, no. You're the one not making any sense comparing a waiter to Colin Kaepernick. Right. And, and there's What's a little the bit of a parallel there. Oh, so I'm sure you're overjoyed so to draw. So Colin Kaepernick should be listened to. No, no, Colin Kaepernick will be listened to because he's a football player in an arena with 70,000 people that's also on TV, and the media is clamoring to put him on TV. You're not paying for that any more than you're paying to hear You're not paying for anything, brah. You're just a spoke in the wheel and not a very big spoke. What you think doesn't matter. It's not what you're paying for. It's not what you're watching. It's not what you patronize. You don't matter. Don't act like you can dictate what Colin Kaepernick does. You can can dictate. dictate, Put this guy on hold. Put him on hold. You can dictate what your waiter does because you're an audience of one and he has no power. You can't dictate what Colin Kaepernick does and you're no one to say if he's right or wrong. In fact, hang up on that, Jamoke. You know what? Typical, typical... I, I use my words carefully here. No, I'll, I'll come on and say it. Typical right-wing bullies. Just yell and yell and yell and yell and yell, but you won't out yell me. I'm a pretty good bully myself. Let's go to Jared in the car. Jared, you're on with Mark. Mark, how you doing? Good. Um, I have, I was thinking about this, and these guys want to kneel to an anthem, which I think you should stand for out of respect for the country, if it is our country. I think these guys would make more of a statement if they kneeled during the first minute of the game. Well, while the game was going on. Yeah, like during kickoff. I mean, they, they kick the ball off, and everyone just takes a knee, and they take that first minute. And I think that'll make more They could be fired for that. Okay. That they could be fired for. That's dereliction of their job. Okay. So, nice try. Thank you for the call. Time not to ask Mark anything. You know, I, I hate shows like this because it turns the show into something I don't want it to be, but how can I ignore it? How can you ignore it? You can't. I wish you could. You can't. I hate when the shows get really hostile, too. I mean, I don't like any of you, so it's easy for me to, you know, to, to scrap, but I, I don't like you, and I guess the point I'm trying to make is I don't like you. And one thing I think should be pretty evident, I've done this for 22 years and been the absolute best ever in this town of doing it which I know it's Pittsburgh. It's like being the smartest guy in prison. 
If this ended tomorrow, it wouldn't bother me. I have enough money to retire comfortably right now. If this ended tomorrow, it wouldn't bother me, which makes me real dangerous when the mic's on, which makes me real entertaining when the mic's on. Time to ask Mark anything, 412-333-WXDX. You can ask Mark anything by dialing 412-333-WXDX.